Welcome to another episode of Recipe Club, the podcast where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Yang. I am the I'm the host today, along with playing the role of Dave Chang in studio with me, Wedgie Extraordinaire, Literary Doyen, almost killed coming into the yes. Spotify offices <laughs> when she was clipped by the security <laughs> gate, uh, Rachel Kong. It's me. I'm Dave again. How uh, how are you feeling? Are you, did your life flash before your eyes? As you it were? really did, yeah. And I, and I, yeah, my, my groin is smarting. Oh, that's why you're growing. Okay. That is why my groin hurts. Okay. So I have a smarting groin. <laughs> so let me, let me introduce, uh, <laughs> Jesus Lord. Priya Krishna is our, our featured guest wedgie today. Priya, you're familiar with this. When you come into the Spotify studios here in downtown Los Angeles, there are the sort of swinging glass gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's, like the... it's like you're going through like a European yeah. uh, yep. passport control or something. <laughs> where they just like, yes. you don't know if it's going to work or not. Our, our dear sweet Rachel <laughs> was caught in the jaws oh, no. of the two swinging glass doors. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, it was like, a, you know, do you ever play Prince of Persia? I don't. Like I don't a, play that game. It's culturally <laughs> insensitive. I know it's actually. Yeah, <laughs> you played Prince of Persia. I did. Yeah, on the computer. And what happens? I'm shocked. There's some. There's some jaws that can slice you in half. If anybody had on their wow. bingo card, their recipe club bingo card, Rachel Kong makes '90s video game reference. <laughs> like that was going to be a rare, a rare hit. So yes. So when when Rachel immediately before we started recording said to me and Priya, "My groin hurts." Uh, I think Priya and I both assumed it was unrelated to anything we were talking about, <laughs> but no, it's because she was trapped in a, in a glass door. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. How are you doing, Priya? How's your, your, you have any injuries you want to share with us? Anything hurting? Any aches and pains? You know, just my mind blown from having just finished Real Americans by wow. Rachel Kong. Wow. What a transition. What a transition. What a transition. <laughs> I haven't seen <laughs> transitions that clean since Real Americans by <laughs> Rachel Kong. Uh, no, oh, actually, no. I haven't because my copy has not yet arrived, Priya. So 
as we wow. Rachel, Priya and I often debate where we are in the pecking order <laughs> of Rachel's friendship, and evidently you've just handed her handed her the victory here. What did you think, Priya? I think without without giving you spoilers, the book isn't out for when it's Six? In, it's out in April, okay. end of April. Yeah, it's a long time. So you got a super early look, but this is what these are galleys, like real. They're advanced press reader copies. Okay. They're for the media and for beloved friends, Whoa. more beloved, less beloved, <laughs> but the beloved friends. Right the uh, the the stunning sequel to Toni Morrison's beloved, less beloved, <laughs> the Chris Ying story. Uh, what? Um, yeah, give us give us a let's do a live honest reaction here, Priya. You gave a nice little transition, but how'd you feel? I, okay, like I told Rachel this, I texted her this and I was just like, I, if I have a close friend who comes out with a book, I will always read it and I will always support them. But it is so amazing to have a friend who not only is like a good friend of mine, but who I legitimately think is like one of the greatest novelists alive right now. (laughs) Rachel, I, I texted you this, but I just think the book is remarkable. It's a remarkable book. Like, you know, I feel like the hallmark of a Kong book is like these little beautiful descriptions of everyday life and these mundane moments that feel that like come alive with Rachel's writing. But just like the book is so engaging and so absorbing and really like answers big questions in thoughtful ways while like leaving you with a lot of questions. I sort of sat on the couch after I finished it and just like talked about it with Seth for an hour. <laughs> Seth has not read the book, but I made him I made him, I made him read the like the editor's note from the like editor of Knopf who'd written it and I'm like, "Okay, so read this and then so we can have a discussion because oh there's like God. no one I can talk about it with." I mean, and I've already made a list of questions in the back for Rachel because I just like have a lot of questions because it's such a it's such an interesting book and I just like want to know about choices that were made it's it's so good it's so good I mean like I know like it's so it's so different from Goodbye Vitamin but I think it's I think it's even better like I think it is my favorite my favorite Kong so far oh my god thank you Priya Uh, I'm sure I'm sure when I read it the book will be wonderful but I cannot think of a fate worse than Having somebody talk to me for an hour about a book I've not read <laughs> seems like a fate worse than death. Oh my god! That's what you have to do in marriage, Chris. If Jamie, if Jamie sits you down, listen, my, I I've been married for a while now. Oh my god, almost ten years. Almost ten years. Ten years next year. And I think I'm often asked the secret to a long marriage, <laughs> and I will say it is simply this: you're right. never often asked. <laughs> Whenever I'm asked. Let me rephrase. <laughs> Whenever I'm asked about the secrets to the marital. The one time I've been asked. <laughs> that one time somebody asked right me about now. the secret to. <clears throat> Whenever I write in my diary about the secrets to marital longevity, <laughs> I say there are two things. One, never talk to your partner for an hour about a book they haven't read. And two, don't ever describe your dreams to that person either because nobody wants to hear about either one of those things. Uh, I'm looking forward to the book. Thank you. I'm sure when I read it, I will declare Rachel Kong one of the great novelists, not just alive, but alive or dead. Unlike Priya, who said only, who qualified it as only living novelists. Are you are you uh, at the top of the heap? Wow. Chris Chris is really trying to move up. In the I know. Right we'll see. Well, <clears throat> being in the last place in Recipe Club has really affected my self-esteem. Um, <laughs> speaking of Recipe Club, that's the podcast you all tuned into. Not book club, not pop culture happy hour or whatever we are we are here on recipe club where we uh i can't think of another way what how do we describe us three as a trio the okra pod 
the three most yeah. This is the podcast where three of America's slimiest cooks <laughs> will cook will cook your family recipe, then twist it in all sorts of uh, perverse ways, <laughs> as dictated by the proprietary wheel of death behind me. That's how we play the game here on Recipe Club. That's what you've tuned in to hear. That's what we're about to do. Priya, this was your featured ingredients. I think this might have been pretty low on your bucket list. Uh, mm-hmm. The theme this week is flavored vodka, <laughs> uh, for for which we received a, a few recipes. Um, do you recall? I can't recall from the draft episode. Was this high on your list? Am I, am I uh, misremembering or were you sort of stuck with flavored vodka? I was definitely stuck with flavored vodka. <laughs> it's an ingredient I associate with in college, our social chair was really irresponsible with money for our sorority, and she spent it all on cupcake-flavored vodka. <gasps> and so we had to drink cupcake-flavored vodka all term. Oh. Wait, she, <laughs> she spent all your money? <laughs> so it's just like, nope, sorry, guys. We don't have anything but flavored vodka this year. It was like a good portion of the budget spent on cupcake-flavored vodka. And what is what, what was her flavor name, of so cupcake? Uh, Hannah Kuhar, you know who you are. <laughs> which was also her, which was her campaign slogan for running yeah. for her sorority treasurer or whatever. Uh, was It was just cupcake flavor. I don't think it's a specific cupcake But, but I'm saying, does the cupcake have a flavor? Was it a vanilla cupcake or chocolate cupcake? Yeah, it was sort of, I feel like it sort of had like, or maybe it was whipped cream flavored vodka. It was sort of in that, it oh. was in that, I know, it was sort of like, I, yeah, it was... I'm pretty sure it was cupcake flavored vodka, though. It had like a vanilla cakey type of scent to it, and it was horrible. It was horrible. Today's recipe did it take you back to college? It brought me back not only to college, but to when Lauren, Kate, and I threw one of our first house parties when we lived in New York. And Kate wrote about fast food, so she was always going and getting like weird. You know, like that weird merch that you don't want that you get from food parties. And one time she went to like a vodka event and got like whipped cream flavored vodka and it sat dormant, just like unopened in our cabinet for a really long time until Kate decided she was going to make alcoholic smoothies with the flavored vodka. And so at two o'clock in the morning, she made smoothies and we all drank alcoholic smoothies with Uh, this vodka. I love the idea of it being dormant like Godzilla under the yeah. sea, just like waiting to be <laughs> awoken by like a depth charge from a test submarine or something, and then it destroys you. Uh, okay, so I think we can all gather <laughs> from the way we're talking about flavored vodka that we are not only three of America's slimiest <laughs> cooks, we're also maybe the the least flavored vodka drinking Yeah, we're not lubricated cooks. by flavored not, vodka. Uh, a different kind of slime. I will say it has a bad rap, right? It's it's just like a very this is like the lowest brow of reputations, flavored vodka, right? Because um as you progress as a drinker, as an adult, you're supposed to find less enjoyment out of the cloying mm-hmm artificially flavored alcohols of the world and you're supposed to discover the more uh, authentic, 
pain <laughs> of unadulterated yes. alcohol mixed with ice, right? Like that's supposed to be – that's what you get classier as a person is because you no longer drink pineapple vodkas and things Wait, like that. Wait, okay, but Chris, you remember you literally wrote about watermelon-flavored vodka <laughs> in the context of – Okay. I'll tell, let's tell – Let's tell – life. <laughs> we can get to that story in a second. Let's get let's, – I think this is a good progression actually. Uh, God damn you for bringing that up. I had <laughs> totally forgotten about. To utterly, completely forgotten about. Um, but I think Rachel's question is an excellent question. What was the first thing? Let's say well, the first thing you drank, the first thing you remember, the first mm -hmm. alcoholic beverage you remember consuming. And then what is sort of the, do you have like a cocktail or a spirit or something that you were really into that you now are sort of cowed to think oh, about that you were yes. embarrassed that you, you were into? Do you have one? So I think my first drink ever was a screwdriver, you know, yes, orange juice sense. vodka, classic. But the thing that I would then order, perhaps with an ID that was legitimate, perhaps not, um, was Malibu and pineapple. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you alive? I know. <laughs> Just Malibu rum and like the canned pineapple juice, yes. basically. Yes. You were just like, give me the fountain soda, but don't add any water. I just want yeah. the syrup. Just give me the yeah. syrup right into my mouth. I mean, it's delicious. It's but that was your like your go-to drink for a little while. Well, just for – yeah, not for very long. But mm. yeah, okay. definitely, definitely early days. What okay. about you, Chris? Wow. I think my first drink – I'm going to say my first non-beer drink because it was probably a beer at some point or many beers at some point. But I – the people who introduced me to alcohol were real dirtbags. So I, I honestly think that it was like – I may have drank like Bacardi 151 oh before I drank gosh. anything else. I actually did, as you were speaking, uh, remember probably it was a Smirnoff Ice <laughs> yes, yes. Smirnoff Ices or Boont's Farms, like wine yeah. coolers, things yeah. like that. And then the thing that would probably be embarrassing for me to reflect back on. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind, I fell prey to like the – remember when St. Germain <laughs> became a thing? It was like mm -hmm. elderflower liqueur and I thought it was like so classy and it came in that like it's hexagonal – bottle yep. like uh, with like sharp edges and I was like like many people thought oh this is what they drink in Paris this must be the authentic <laughs> drink of Louis the 14th but it was like a marketing creation of 2001 or something insane like that so I fell prey to that and yeah I mean all of my embarrassing ones are just like real trashy shots you know, it was just mm – -hmm. I remember being in – getting in all sorts of trouble for trying to order an Irish car bomb at like an Irish pub that was like very offended oh by that. Oh, my God. Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> I was like 19 years old. Like I didn't I didn't know about the troubles. Um, anyway, that was mine. Priya, what do you got? Um, I had to think about this, but I think my first alcohol was Chivas whiskey. Uh because when I was in ninth grade, my parents sent me to Mexico to become like fluent in Spanish for a semester of high school. And that was where I drank for the first time. And the woman who hosted me let us host like throw house parties and drink all of her alcohol. So like I drank some like very fancy whiskey. I don't know how fancy Chivas is. I think it's like medium <laughs> fancy. 
It comes in a nice container also. Nice, it, it doesn't, yeah. the, doesn't Chivas come it's in like, like a little, round. Uh, it has like a yeah, round. It looks like a crown or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's also, but that might be crown royal. No, no, no. But look it up. Chivas, doesn't it also come with like that little blanket, that little velvety Chivas? That's cr- uh, crown. Crown royal definitely has the velvet sack or something. Oh, this is, no. See, it's more of just like a, it's oh, not necessarily rounded. Right. It's yeah. more of just like a little bit bulbous. Bulbous. Chivas regal. Uh, so I just drank a ton of that, I remember, <laughs> that summer. Uh, you drank um, a ton of Chivas? Okay. So we're over mm-hmm. here just being like, I drink limoncello with <laughs> yeah. Hershey syrup. And Priya's like, uh, Chateau Lafitte, 1964, <laughs> was my first taste of the hooch, as you might call it. Uh, sure, Priya. And then what would your – give us something legitimately embarrassing that you would order at bars or whatever. I absolutely loved raspberry flavored beer. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wait, like a, what is that? What A raspberry flavored beer. So um, like, I think like a few breweries came up with it. Framboise, as sort of a to, like, right? F- yeah. No, 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 not framboise, different. Like like Harpoon and a bunch of those <laughs> oh. companies like came up with beers to like market themselves better to women. And in college, <laughs> that was like, those were the first beers that like, were purchased for me like oh you're a girl you'll love this raspberry beer and you did (laughs) (laughs) i did okay i don't know if i've have i told you guys this story in in your defense i'm going to leap to your defense here with the following for the fruit fruit beers intended being marketed to women you know that you make that discovery chang and i talk about this all the time you make the discovery of of beer that is not Mm -hmm. coors light bud light budweiser whatever and it's the first person in your friend group who's like, have you heard of Hefeweizen? Like, that's the first person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I had a friend who was like, have you heard of Hefeweizen? And then it's like from Pyramid Brewery in Berkeley. And then we were like, oh, my God, beer can taste like other things besides this. <laughs> and then they were like, but have you tried apricot beer from Pyramid? Oh, no. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is truly amazing. And we threw our very first kegger in college. Just the keg is full. <laughs> With a fucking keg of apricot. No! Oh my God. <laughs> and I think, I think like four beers were drunk from this thing. Uh, so, which brings us to our, our, our thing at hand here, which is fruit flavored alcohol, which gets or a bad flavored. Or just flavored. Or just flavored alcohol. Flavored alcohol. Because you got, what do you have? You have like vanilla is probably primary. Um, there's... The whipped cream vodka that we use today. Uh, I'm looking at other things on here. I feel like a lemon or lime is perhaps slightly classier. Lemon lime feels a little classy. Nice. Yeah, just like a little citrus is, yeah. is classy. But yeah. uh, what do you? <laughs> but like green apple maybe or what do you think is the least classy? I've got one here called pineapple mon- m- mongo. <laughs> Mango. Pineapple mango. Pineapple here's, mango. Here's the one I think might be the least classy and nothing against Stolichnaya. Uh, but they have a flavor called salted caramel with a K, which I feel drops the class level even yes. lower. Yes. That they've decided to spell yes. caramel with a K. Maybe it's co-branded with the Kardashians. Oh, maybe it's a Kardashian. That's true. That's true. Oh. Don't you think they would like that kind of thing? Because it's kind of they, have... they would. They would love that. Yeah. They would love that. <laughs> They would love that princess. Let me tell you, these Kardashians, they would go for that. Uh, 
But yeah, I think it's generally fruit flavors. There's raspberry, vanilla, red, white, and berry. I don't know what that's about. Oh, patriotic. Uh, absolute pears. Probably a 4th of July. Yeah. Mm, Ciroc, vodka, apple, Stolichnaya. Here's another one. Stoli. What are you doing over here? Stolichnaya raspberry. Priya, you're not looking at the screen like Rachel and I. Mm-hmm. I want you to attempt to spell raspberry in the way that the Stolichnaya marketeers have spelled it. Ooh, I bet it's like R A Z Z, like B U R Y. Very close. Very close, honestly. That's incredibly close. R A R A Z B E R I. Priya knows marketing. That's pretty good. This looks this this way is more like a woman's name, you know, like a creative name. Raspberry, raspberry like yeah. an eye. Like with an eye. I, I mean, that is how I was. Oh man, I was gonna make fun of. I was gonna make fun of. This is a woman's name, but then every uh, every woman in my wife's family's name ends with an eye. Like, oh, this. that's true. So, I think it's a really classy way to spell Solshnaya. I think it's super classy. Perhaps and if beautiful. you have a third child. <laughs> Uh, so we, uh, we got a bunch of recipes involving, uh, flavored vodka. I'm not going to go, I've got, I've got some history here about vodka and vodka production generally, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, Tell us the history. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, here's one, here's, this is not history necessarily, (laughs) but it's, God damn it, Priya. If you Google flavored vodka recipes, we usually do this, right? The mm-hmm. Google hits. I feel like this statistic among all statistics debunks this thing that we do. You get 40 million results if you Google flavored vodka recipes. I think that this pokes a little bit of a hole in this metric we've been using to describe the popularity of an ingredient because there's no effing way that there are anywhere near 40 million recipes involving flavored vodka I guess I guess cocktail recipes and Do you think there are enthusiasts yeah. though? There's probably Yeah, I, I I think that's right. There's okay. probably some enthusiasts. It's not it's like most people don't drink flavored vodka, but the ones who do are really into it. Just There's love gotta it. be yeah. a market for it. I mean I think it might actually be reverse. I bet more people love this stuff. Oh then re- than, yeah, than uh, other vodka. I think we're just like I think we might have a coastal elite blind spot on this. I think most people like, are just like loving flavored vodka. Hmm, Listen, that's a good point. Hannah Kuhar spent <laughs> thousands of dollars on flavored vodka. And I felt like I was the only one who was unhappy with her decision. So I think we're in the minority. Hannah. Uh, Hannah. What Hannah's, have you done? Hannah's like a contemporary <laughs> contemporary friend of yours, right? You still are friends with Hannah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a doctor. Hi, Hannah. <laughs> just, <laughs> okay. As long as she's not to, on the just alt-right to, or something. Yeah. Just trying to keep Priya out of yeah. libel trouble over here for slandering Hannah Kuhar's good name. Although I bet you knowing Priya, Priya's got receipts. Priya's got like, listen, I have the books. Oh, yeah, definitely. Miss Rorty, look yeah. how much of her, yes. look how much of the no, treasury sure. was spent on this flavored vodka. Hannah Kuhar, I'm still trying to impeach you. Um, <laughs> let me tell you another quick story about flavored vodka now that's all flashing back (laughs) i'm thinking back now on my history with flavored vodka and realizing that i'm i i was a big flavored vodka person (laughs) oh it's all coming back to you now oh man this is this is humiliating there was a there was a time in my life where (laughs) during my formative formative college years of becoming a food dork where i was like i was so susceptible to 
food television and like you could do this too you can make this make your own sausages do these like ridiculous projects for no reason there was a there was a year where like i <laughs> i spent so much time and money like infusing vodka with fruits and spices <laughs> and, like, oh, <laughs> i love it i love it into like i have the visual into it does your visual include like perfect rows of bell <laughs> jars like just like glass yeah, jars just all these different colors yeah. you know like the stock photo of a yes. of a scientist in the laboratory yes. with like yeah. the yeah. pipettes and the and the colored yeah, liquids but chris it was like it was so I, you know and i just did this alone in my apartment like oh man yeah it I is love crazy it. it is it is it is humiliating i um i think i gave them out to people oh it is so sweet did you have did you make your own label no i just wrote on them by this seems like something you need to do this year for christmas and then give us give us some some, flavored vodka yeah you have to to like tie a piece of twine yeah with like a little you know off-white tag exactly with nice little script well first i gotta work on my calligraphy because then i can hand label i'm actually working on my calligraphy you want to collab on this gift (laughs) you want to collab on a handmade (laughs) gift this christmas let's give this out i'm not even joking let's do this let's do this i think that we should make some infusions and we should give them out to some (laughs) listeners this year Let's do oh this. my god, yeah. Uh, Recipe club listeners. What can you bring to the party, Priya? What kind of little what can you add to this package? Just some angst about the from team yeah. from team from team okra with here. A, with a dash of angst. <laughs> Just a little angst in there. No, Rachel will do the labels. I'll do the I'll listen, guys. I'll handle the infusions. <laughs> I have a lot of experience. But Priya, you think about what you're gonna contribute to this little okra okra, dare I say, business? That we're starting okra infused vodka. Is that what we're saying? I bet we could. Do you know that would you know that would reach the kids in some disgusting way? Okra infused vodka. What do we think? Do you think that the vodka would like gelatinize, like get a little slimy? <gasps> it would one be a Jello shot in one. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes its own Jello it's shot. It's a vegan Jello yeah. shot that tastes. Oh my god! That tastes like pure garbage. <laughs> uh, okay. That's I, that, I gave you a little bit of personal history instead of uh, vodka history. So let's let's get into the the heart of the matter with flavored vodka. We were sent a few recipes involving flavored vodka. Some for cocktails, some for <clears throat> infusing your own flavored wow. vodkas, and a couple of uh, uh, food recipes. So there's a watermelon daiquiri recipe. I cut some of these out. There's a cultural appropriation shrimp from Brandon Collins. The watermelon daiquiri was courtesy of Meg Marin. There's Shell's coffee pudding shots by Michelle, a.k.a. Shelly Potts. And there was citrus vodka tuna ceviche by Julia Whoa. Woods. <laughs> Rachel wasn't here for the selection of the of the, uh, of the dishes. But there was a... Was that considered? Dave begged me not to do the <laughs> ceviche. <laughs> I'm interested. Well, there's like there's some precedence because like if you okay if you take the word ceviche out, which I think throws you off because you want ceviche to be sort of, you know, lemon lime yeah. citrus cured. Yeah. If you think about it as like a gravlox or something, yeah. you know, it gets a little alcohol in there. Mm-hmm. We did that; that was pretty delicious. But no, I also had the same reaction. That sounds horrifying to me. Mm. But no offense, Julia Woods. Um, I'm enticed. Julia. Is that what you would have picked out of those four? What would you have picked? Oh. Uh. Yeah, maybe I would have actually. Yeah, of course. Maybe you would I would have. 
Rachel, but weird. Rachel, man. you have to you have to consider the circumstances we were in, in which we we had all just like somehow domed ourselves on asphatita. Chris was like, near oh right, death. right, 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 right. I yes. was I was trying to hide it, but I was like, I am not feeling no. great right now. And, and you were really so sick for so long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You had been and the idea of like vodka, like flavored vodka cured fish, sounded like even just like saying it out loud made my right, right. No, that totally makes sense. Yes. Uh, Apologies to Julia Woods. I mean, we didn't choose your recipe, and now we're just burying you under a a heap. Well, I'm not Julia. Rachel's got your back, though. Yeah, I do. (laughs) So we know which one Priya didn't choose. Priya, do you remember which one you did choose, and can you tell us why you chose it? I chose Shell's coffee pudding shots. Um, I feel like with Recipe Club, I've now learned is you want a recipe that is that like that is moldable that you can do a lot of things with because you know when you spin the wheel, you want there to be like some fun variation that comes around. And so it basically felt like this was just like a very simple like layered pudding. I think it had cookies on top, but it felt like you know you could. You could have some fun with it. You could play around. Also, I think Dave and Chris were really lobbying for this. I'm not a big coffee dessert person, but um, but but I think I, I got to choose my own for this one. And so I was like, oh, I can go Lux and then, you know, buy myself a bunch of fancy baking stuff. Yes, I think that we were lobbying for this. And I think because – I will admit I was I was curious about the vodka cured. Mm-hmm. For me, it was just like the artificial lemon lime flavor was going to bun me out a little mm-hmm. bit. I was nervous about that. But I think that the coffee pudding shot is probably the most realistic natural application for the flavored vodka. That's yeah. probably how mm-hmm. if yeah. somebody's eating sure. this, it's probably in the form of a pudding shot. And I will say I'll stand up for pudding shots. I'm a whole pudding <laughs> shot. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm a. I'm a monster. So I like a pudding shot. So no, I think no, I think this is great, and it reminded me of like my absolute favorite dessert to make when I was little. My parents would let me use an oven. <laughs> what is it going to um, be? <laughs> Just is it involve so, flavored vodka? No, but it does involve instant pudding. Um, But so I I wasn't allowed to use the oven when I was younger because my parents just like felt that I left things on and forgot to turn them off, which is completely fair. And so I was reading Nickelodeon magazine and I found a recipe for something called a slimy swamp pie. And you basically take an entire sleeve of Oreos and you mix it with butter and crush it into uh, a pie tin. And then you mix together uh, vanilla vodka with green food coloring and whipped cream. Vanilla vodka? You, no, no. Oh, sorry. Vanilla pudding. Vanilla instant pudding, not vanilla Nickelodeon magazine. And that's why Nickelodeon magazine had that $200 million lawsuit that sank them. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, it was vanilla mm-hmm, instant pudding, mm-hmm. green food coloring, and whipped cream. You mix it together. You put it in the Oreo Whoa. crust. And then you like top it with like swampy stuff, like gummy worms and stuff like that. And my sister loved the pie so much. She requested it on her birthday every year, and it became a, a Krishna tradition. Oh my when did gosh. she stop requesting it? You know, I feel like if we lived in the same place, she <laughs> might still request it. Uh, I have a weird – not weird. I have like a very real aversion to – like Halloween foods and stuff. I have trouble with them too. I can't deal with, it looks like a swamp, but it tastes like a cookie. I also can't, actually Priya has done this. I can't do the thing where you drink coffee out of a toilet. 
Oh, what? What? Like, you know those, was it in Korea that you did this? Yeah. Out of an yeah. actual toilet or a toilet-shaped like toilet mug? Sha- it was a toilet-shaped mug. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do I that. I find it very difficult. Like, just the, there's a mental, it's so hard. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially like, coffee out of a toilet is maybe the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> just like poo 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 water. Chris can't out of go on. Toilet. This episode has. We're I lo- stopping it. I you love, can't I go love on. How, how Rachel didn't specify toilet flavored mug and was like, "Oh, Priya's done this <laughs> coffee out of a toilet." <laughs> She's it's, like, it's basically the same to me. Yeah, you know that thing that Priya does, just drinking out of a toilet all the time, like a dog. Uh, n- no, I wouldn't do that. I can't deal with slimy, faux, gross out stuff. So I went to. Yeah. I went to. Universal Studios here with my with my kids the other week, and they had like, everything's all Halloween crazy right now. I swear to God, we're gonna get back to the show in a second. Uh, and they had like turned one of the restaurants into like a Chucky themed restaurant. Oh no! So it was like no bloody brain burgers. It's like, dude, <laughs> you, you this is, this is horrifying, man. Just like there's a finger in my mashed potatoes. And I was like, no. this is horrible like who would want to eat oh, this so, i hate it so much anyway. oh my god on the on the other hand my favorite entree at the rainforest cafe was spaghetti with gorilla poop spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs priya has a higher this is like a real thing like different individuals have different like disgust tolerance right. you know what i mean like you can be grossed out to different degrees and maybe ours is a bit low right. and priya's is very evolved i think ours is a bit high <laughs> Hers is a bit low. She's uh, she she gets that plate. She's like, these aren't real gorilla poops. If I'm not eating, if I'm not eating monkey feces, I don't want to eat anything. Okay. Oh, jeez. Really, really need Dave on this show. I really want to know how popular that is. At Rainforest Cafe. Simeon feces. Yeah, Simeon oh. feces. Is that real? And also, aren't Are we... they quite similar to our feces? Yeah, it's basically human poop. It's basically human poop. It's a, it's a loophole <laughs> Rainforest Cafe found to serve human poop. What a, is that real though? I don't want to slander. Are you, this is, is this more libel? Gabby, will you look up if gorilla poop spaghetti is still a real thing for me? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look it up. As you're looking that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna describe the real recipe, the real not disgusting recipe that we have here today, uh, courtesy of Michelle Shelley Potts for Shell's coffee pudding shots. Now this recipe has a lot of moving parts to it, but I'm gonna try to do my best to sort of uh, describe the shot itself. Which uh, the base layer is a layer of crushed mini chocolate chip cookies that you can do by hand or in a food processor. On top of that, you are going to have a layer of instant pudding. So it's vanilla or white chocolate pudding that is made not with just milk, but with coffee milk that you make with autocrat or other coffee syrup and whole milk. You combine that with the vanilla pudding mix and your alcohol, which in this part, in this case is one part Bailey's Irish cream, one part Kahlua, and two parts whipped cream flavored vodka. So that and the coffee milk are your liquid parts for your pudding. So you make a pudding out of that. That's the alcoholic component. You layer that on top of your crushed cookies. Then you've got some whipped cream that you also flavor with uh, coffee extract and powdered sugar. You've got a layer of that on top and I think more crushed cookies on top. That is the the whole shot as, as written by uh, Michelle Potts. And you hand those out and you – 
get ready to have a weird, <laughs> weird, weird time. Um, but of course, on Recipe Club, we don't mess around with original recipes. We like to screw things up in all sorts of different fun ways. So we spun the wheel of death behind me here to give us some constraints under which we all had to cook these. Um, <clears throat> Priya landed on God mode, which enabled <laughs> her to select everybody else's uh, requirements, I think. I ended up with slow cooker, which we will get Whoa. into in a second here. Uh, Rachel inherited Dave's oh. selections, which were that she had to make her pudding shots in under 20 minutes and she had to fuse them with the flavors and cuisine of China. Um, and Priya, who was God mode, as she said earlier, elected to give herself a luxe requirement so she could use the recipe club budget to stock up on baked goods and baking products and make some version of a fancy pudding shot. Uh, really quick, Gabby, Rainforest Cafe still have gorilla poop on the menu or no? I can't find anything pointing to it existing. <gasps> Priya, you are trying to get us that in trouble for so <laughs> for libel. No, it was it was odd. Like I mean, I went to Green Forest Cafe in the 1990s. Who like I feel like they've probably been bought and sold like a million yeah. times. Just then. like just Pri like the real rainforest. But Priya probably has yes. receipts for this as well. Yes, it's I mean, true. there's probably a menu tucked away somewhere. I know. Justice for Priya. Does <laughs> We know Priya's got like file cabinets with every menu from every restaurant she's ever been to. That's the most Priya thing I've ever heard. Uh, if anybody out there in the recipe club universe has can evidence or yeah. can corroborate this, yeah. what is it? Spaghetti with gorilla it's, poop? So it was spaghetti and meatballs and the meatballs were sold as like poop, basically. <laughs> I don't even understand how this that is possible. That can't possibly How does this true. get past like all the committees of- But what is what makes it gorilla? It's just like a meatball shape. on red sauce. Meatballs shaped like turds. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it was literally, I'm like Googling it right now. I mean, it's literally just, it's just spaghetti and meatballs and they just called the meatballs. What's the reference uh, there? Well, <laughs> just that you're in the rainforest where turds just fall like, on spaghetti. Poop, poop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> if a listener could please, who ate at the rainforest cafe at the Grapevine Mills Mall in the 90s, <laughs> please back me up on this. That would be great. Disgusting. Um. Okay, so let's get into the ways we approach this recipe. So I had slow cooker. <clears throat> I'm going to go first because mine's probably closest to the original version of this. I know the two of you made okay. lots of alterations. So I looked at the original recipe, and I, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be really hard with a slow cooker. But then I looked through this, and there's no cooking involved. There's nothing mm -mm. heated yeah. or whatever here. So I was like, a slow cooker is going to be really boring if I just I would say like I mixed this in a slow cooker bowl and then I put it into the shot and then I mixed this in a slow cooker bowl and then I put it into the mm -hmm. shot. So I was like, that's not really a challenge as it were. So I, uh, Gabby and I decided I would, I would change my challenge. So it'd be a little different. And I decided to uh, take the fusion route as well. And I wanted to fuse mine with the British tradition of the English trifle. <laughs> So mm. my my self-assigned task was to take this little pudding shot. Again, so these are all done into what does she what does she call for? Like little, you know, plastic, yeah, plastic shot glasses. Um, I wanted to put mine through like a Calvin Hobbes transmogrifier and turn it and and enlarge it to to make a mega, mega pudding shot, like a family style pudding shot. So I uh 
I did that. <laughs> and I did a couple of little replacements just to like make it sort of more visually appealing for, for this big thing. Um, I made the pudding basically as directed. Finding, I don't know what this autocrat coffee syrup is. I had never heard of this, but I guess it's like a Rhode Island thing. Yeah. Coffee milk we is have a Rhode some. Island. Oh, you yeah. have some? Yeah, because we have a Rhode Island friend. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> it's mailed like, it to us. It's very Rhode it's Island. It's very Rhode right? Island. It's for, for, what are they called? Roadies? Rhode Islanders? Um, little roadies. Little roadies. <laughs> little roadies. Uh, sounds like something they serve at Round, Rainforest Cafe. We... <laughs> We ordered this autocrat syrup. I made the coffee milk. I made the booze as directed. I mixed it in with the pudding. I have not made instant pudding for, mm-hmm. I don't know, since I was five years old. So I didn't, I thought that instant pudding was cooked. I thought you had to heat it and then like do something, mm-hmm. but you just mix it and put it in the fridge. Yep. When I mixed it together, you know, nothing happens Contrary to the package's title, nothing happens instantaneously. It's just – it's still liquidy and runny. So I was assured by the other people in the office that if I put it in the fridge, it would it would firm up into pudding. But I didn't, I didn't trust them or myself for the box. So I added a little extra pudding mix just because I wanted to make sure it was going to be thick enough to sit up in my little trifle. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. I, I made that as as directed. I baked a chocolate cake. Uh, from a box, Whoa. which was delicious. A, I made the whipped cream basically as directed. Then I found, um, or, or Gabby procured this plastic <laughs> trifle bowl thing. So like a tall sided clear bowl. And I layered the chocolate cake on the bottom, which I absolutely soaked with more whipped cream vodka Whoa. and Kahlua. I did the pudding on top of that, which uh, held up fine. Then strawberries. Then I elected to go with crushed Oreos instead of chocolate chip cookies. I wanted like a nice little black and white situation going on. Uh, and then the whipped cream. And then I took a little microplane and I grated a bunch of chocolate on top of it. And um, it was... So delicious. <laughs> it's like so much better than I thought it would be. And the fact that it was gigantic only made it more attractive to me because I could eat <laughs> way more than a pudding shots worth of pudding <laughs> in a single sitting. Like I ate a cup of this trifle. <laughs> and I will say this eating fresh, you have to eat it fresh because you want those, you don't want the Oreo cookies to get soggy. But it was uh, it was pretty delightful. The but what do you mean fresh? Because the pudding needs to firm, no, no. does it not? You got to make it. You got to make it and then eat it right away because you want the cookie still to be crunchy as you're oh. biting into this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then I sent the whole thing home with Gabby, um, and hopefully she was okay over the weekend. But it was uh, the the pudding is pretty boozy. It is. Yeah, it is very it's, boozy. It's pretty boozy. So again. As is the recipe club tradition, we only accept recipes where they measure the alcohol in cups. <laughs> uh, so that was my my English uh, mega pudding shot. I would, for certain groups of people, <laughs> most of my friends, I would make this again for just like, and after dinner, guys, we've got a giant extra large pudding pudding to eat with a spoon. Um so that was my that was my original that was my my sort of closest to the original, not slow cooker British fusion pudding trifle. 
But I feel like you could have made it in a slow cooker. I know but this like, is where I'm a little hung up. But like, I could have done it in a slow cooker. I could have done all of that in a slow cooker, but I wanted you to be able to, to, be able to see it. So like, I wasn't trying to avoid the task. There was just like nothing interesting about a slow cooker, though. Like, I would have layered the same thing. You could have slow cooked, the, like made a pudding from scratch in a slow cooker. You you can slow cook a cake. You could have slow cooked cake. See, I've already, the thing it. is like, this is like my fourth slow cooker thing. And I also had to slow cook a fucking halpia pudding cake in the slow cooker. And I am not a one trick pony. I had to do oh, that already. Have you done that yet? Uh, no. I have attempted it. It's oh, not okay. turned out well the first time. You, you can't bake in there. And I could have made a pudding from scratch in the slow cooker. But like I was just I, I really thought about it. And I was like, what is I, I mean, like, I absolutely could have. But to me, it was like, what is the utility of the slow cooker thing? And the slow cooker utility is like dorm rooms and situations where you don't have any other ability to make something with a stove. And like if you're in a slow cooker situation, why would you? do something more difficult in the slow cooker. Why would you say I'm going to make from scratch pudding instead of like, I have pudding mix. I can just do this. So my whole thing was like really imagining the slow cooker scenario and doing it for mm -hmm. that person who is like, I want to do this. I don't have a real kitchen and I want to get my friends wasted. So I went extra large for, for my mode. I mean, slow cooker pudding. What is the point of slow cooker pudding? You're looking at me like you don't you don't believe me, Priya. But what's the point of slow cooker pudding? Does anybody who eats pudding think, God, this is delicious, but I wish it took longer? Well, it's just interesting. It's just interesting that we can not do what the wheel has decided. I did it because it was going to be harder. I took the harder route. <laughs> I elected to take the harder route here. Did you? I sat there with Gabby and I said, this is too easy. I'm going to do the harder thing. Which the more complicated thing, you guys, hmm. uh, you're, this is outrageous. Mm -hmm. out, out we're not, we're not saying anything. We're merely sitting in silence. Yeah. I'm just basking in your <laughs> evil looks of silence. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, let's move on. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's go to Priya, who did a luxe version of it. I was like really skeptical about whether I was going to like this, but I was like, if I'm going to do a luxe version, I'm going to like do like a everything from scratch version. So I ended up buying stuff from like six different places. So starting with the plastic cups, I was like, well, luxe, obviously a luxe version can't be class plastic cups. So I went to a uh, fancy boutique and bought four crystal coupe glasses. Oh, <laughs> you fucking people, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say compostable cups. outrageous, cup. man. No, they're beautiful. Now we have like really lovely, right. like uh, colored glass, you know, right. like. And wow, Priya was like, if I if I was really making this in a luxe situation, I'd probably have a nicer stove too. Yeah. So I should probably <laughs> well, buy next, a nice stove. This is next level. I've never thought about the glassware, but now I will. Oh my God, we're taking luxe off the wheel. Yeah. We're taking luxe well, off the wheel. <laughs> one of the ingredients was plastic cups. And I was like, absolutely a luxe version of this would not be made in plastic cups. Um, and then instead of whipped cream flavored vodka, I bought like fancy, fancy vodka and then put vanilla infused vanilla beans 
I feel like that's Ooh. something Chris Yang would have done in college. I I shared this very vulnerable <laughs> moment with you guys, and now you're going to not even wait a whole episode to throw it back in my but face. But this is, we're c- calling it classy. This is the luxe version. Yeah. 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 Fancy Fine. vodka, well, vanilla classy bean. classy about what Chris Yang was doing in college. So. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. So you infuse um, some vodka with, wow, vanilla, that's with whole vanilla beans. With Yeah, with the pods. Um, and then... But no uh, cream. No, because I because I I went online and I googled the ingredients for whipped cream flavored vodka and it's basically just vanilla flavored. Oh, vodka. interesting. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the whipped cream vodka did you sm- it smells pretty good actually. Yeah, it does. It smells pretty tasty. Yeah. Anyway, I used Kahlua and Bailey's um, for coffee milk. I went to my very fancy local coffee shop and I bought a shot of espresso and then whipped it with some sugar to make like a coffee syrup. Ooh, that sounds um, good. And then I mixed it with some like very fancy farmer's market milk that I bought uh, that like sort of tastes it like sort of like the straight from the cow type of milk. It was delicious. Like I drank that milk all week. It was so good. You know, it's like that gorilla uh, poo that's straight out of the gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> fresh gorilla poo. Yeah. No, 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 no more. No more. Okay. Keep going. Um, instead of instant vanilla pudding, uh, I recruited Seth to make pastry cream from scratch. So we got like fancy egg yolks, milk. I forget what all is in pastry cream. Butter. Yeah. And so we made like a really good pastry cream. Um, And then I bought fancy heavy cream. Uh, I and then like and then we use vanilla beans instead of vanilla extract. Uh, And then. Uh, instead of the mini chocolate chip cookies, I went to like a local bakery that has really good malted chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Uh, and I bought like a bunch of the malted chocolate chip cookies. Um, a bunch? <laughs> a bunch? And But I still came in under $300, which was oh, the budget. Shit. I was going to say this is $275 for sure. Okay. Wow. Um, and then, a bunch of cookies. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I ate I ate a couple uh, for myself. Okay, deduct um, those from the receipts, please. Times are <laughs> tough over here. Times are tough. Um, <laughs> and then, and so I, you know, I I made all of that. Uh, I layered it into the uh, the coupe glasses. I mean, it looked it looked amazing. Like I when I when I like looked at it, I was like, I can't believe that I made this dessert. Like it just looked really really impressive. Um, and then I refrigerated it. And then my cousin Hirsch came and visited from LA. Uh, I think you guys both met my cousin Hirsch at my birthday party. Uh, and he tried it. So I wanted to get his opinion. And he was like, this is one of the best desserts I've eaten all year. Wow. Um, like I really like, honestly, it was booze. I was, I was worried about the coffee and I was worried about the booze, but I feel like all of it just like works and complements each other super well. The cookies were like a little salty, which was really nice. Um, like the layering was really delicious. Like we like destroyed all, like I think we had like five glasses of it. And like I basically, I had people over like the next day too and everyone ate it and loved it. It was, it was really great. It was sort of like the, it was the ingredient that I least wanted this season, but I think this is the recipe I have loved the most. Whoa. Did you feel buzzed? I didn't 
and and I was surprised Seth didn't because he doesn't drink. And I thought that like, cause just given the amount of alcohol, um, but he said he didn't weirdly. Hmm. Uh, what and would you buzzed off of rum buttercream? <laughs> oh my gosh, Seth is too pure. He should Seth should distill our vodka that we're giving out for Christmas. <laughs> then it'll be Seth distills, Chris infuses, Rachel calligraphies. <laughs> Priya, chug a rum buttercream. <laughs> 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 I love you, Seth, but man, that is pretty weak, dude. Um. Let's imagine a world in which you, let's say you're having a fancy dinner party and you do want to serve this exact thing, which, you know, it sounds, it sounds like you could pull it off, but I don't think you could pull it off if like legitimately a fancy thing, what would you call it? You wouldn't be like, this is our pudding shot dessert. Now let's all do pudding shots. Like mm-hmm. think of a fun, fun, fancy name to describe your, your coffee parfait well, it is kind of a trifle. I mean, yeah, like boozy coffee chocolate trifle. Oh, interesting. Or parfait is a good word, also crunch. <laughs> is there a crunch parfait. to it? Crunch parfait crunch. Yeah, parfait crunch. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's give that to uh, Fabian and Jeremiah and get that on one of their menus right away. Um, okay, so that is the Lux version, and then the last thing. Rachel stepped in, stepped up to the plate for Dave, who I feel like this is like the second or third time now where he has had like an impossible sounding task that has been handed off to Rachel or or JDB. And he's mysteriously been like, I can't do it. Exactly. Oh, I really wanted to do an under 20 (laughs) minute Chinese pudding pop. Well, the funny, yeah, the funny thing is that I originally said, I originally said no, because I thought I can't do this in under 20 minutes. Um. Then there was a mix-up where I was accidentally, I think, sent your recipe card, Priya. Yes. And I thought, oh, sure, I can do Lux. Cause yes, because she Priya, also wanted to buy a bunch of Because Priya and I are motivated cookies. by the same thing, which is to spend <laughs> yeah. money on Recipe Club's Dime and also stock our pantries beautifully and support local businesses. Yeah, throw that one in there. Just support local businesses um, and save save the pandas. But in actuality, it was not Lux. It was twenty, not only 20 minutes, but also make it Chinese. Yeah, that's a little which, thing called the bait and switch. But how can I not make it Chinese, honestly? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I was, I was pretty panicked about this because I thought, well, definitely I can't use the instant pudding mix. Um, it needs time to set in the fridge. So I'm going to just have to use like pudding cups, like mm-hmm. pudding cups from... I mean, whatever, just from the refrigerated section. I don't even know if it's refrigerated. The pudding cups were, they're perhaps shelf stable. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe. They were warm, I'm just saying, when I got them. Probably L.A. I don't know. Um, Anyway, okay, so so what I did, I thought, how do I make this Chinese? Um, I'm going to, instead of doing coffee milk, I'm going to infuse the milk with oolong, a very quick Ooh. infusion with bagged oolong tea. Um, I'm gonna put in some red bean, like sweetened red bean paste, um, because that wait, makes wait, it wait. more. Ooh, yum for that one too. Oolong, uh, oolong tea infusion, great. Red bean paste, you're not into? Red bean paste is delicious. <sighs> okay, keep going. Red bean paste. <laughs> Um, instead of, I thought I would do like a sort of more 
instead of the coffee, instead of the Kahlua and all that, I thought I would do like a more almondy flavor profile to mm. make it more Chinese. You know, you think of like almond, Chinese almond cookies. I used Chinese almond cookies instead of the mini chocolate chips. I used um, uh, amaretto instead of the Kahlua and stuff. What was the other one? Bailey's. Yeah, mm-hmm. I swapped those out and used amaretto. Um, I... And just baijiu, just soak the whole thing in baijiu. Yeah, I know. I thought about that, but I was like, no, fuck no, I can't do that. I have to do flavored vodka, whipped cream flavored vodka. So the vanilla profile is still there. So what I did was I, you know, the 20 minutes started, I put a bunch of tea bags in some milk. This was a cold infusion. So it was really a very mild oolong flavor, but I put a bunch of bags in there. It was like five bags. I spent a minute just opening tea bags. Um, I crushed up some cookies in a mortar and pestle. I whipped the cream with, um, with some almond extract, vanilla extract, put in the powdered sugar, also put in some salt. I mixed the alcohols as instructed. I dumped the pudding cups a couple pudding cups into the full amount of alcohol, and I was like, oh, no, this isn't working. I would have needed to buy way more pudding than I did. You mm. know, I only had four cups, and, like, the alcohol ratio was totally wrong for that. Because out, thinning out the pudding Yeah, the, the pudding itself was quite – like, it's been a while since I had a pudding cup, honestly, and it was thinner than I remembered. So the mixture was, just, like, too runny. So I then, um, like, kind of started over, like, put two pudding cups into a vessel, added the – alcohol to like a reasonable consistency um, just so it wasn't super runny and then I strained out some of the pudding that I had mixed with the alcohol just to like bulk it up this is a very panicked situation like not as bad as uh, Dave trying to make ice cream in 20 minutes but it was like quite panicked um and I've never found opening pudding cups to be so difficult. It was like, ah, I don't have time. I need to like, yeah. So that was all very stressful. Um, mix the, yeah, the pudding with the alcohol, with the whipped cream, some of the whipped cream. And then the sort of parfait layers that I made were um, I put the crushed almond cookie at the bottom. I put a layer of red bean paste. Then I put the pudding... Also, sorry, I forgot to mention this. This was tapioca pudding, which I thought made it a little bit more Chinese. Mm-hmm. We do love the tapioca. You love the tapioca, gelatinous things suspended in various soups yeah. and stuff. Yes. So, um, so it's tapioca pudding, alcohol mixture. I put that in next, and then I topped it with whipped cream and more cookies on top, and refrigerated it for the remaining seven minutes, and. Uh, yeah, I was very into it. I mean, it was like very almondy, tr- the barest hint of oolong. <laughs> so bare, <laughs> quite bare in terms of oolong flavor. But I felt like the red bean definitely made it feel Asian and the almond cookies really made it feel like, oh, this is this could be like at a Chinese dessert mm-hmm. place because it's like it, it was like all the flavors that you think about when you think about like kind of like mm-hmm. a boba a boba shop or something like that right the be- the red bean the almond cookies um even the yeah like the extract ma- reminded me of like almond pudding you know like the sort of mm-hmm. that you get from the boba places so yeah chris tried it i tried it i thought it was uh very delicious i said to rachel that between this and the ice cream you made for the what the hell was that 
episode. Oh, the, the lemon, lemon episode. Yeah. Episode. Malaysian ice cream. You should just open a dessert shop. <laughs> just open. You should just, just embrace your life as an old Asian granny running a dessert no. shop in Menlo Park. Just. It's just, only like fusion desserts. Just, I must fuse them. It was wild. I mean, that ice cream was insane uh, from a few episodes back. And then this was really, really delicious. Um, I didn't get any. Oolong tea. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't the first flavor that came to mind. But I, I here's why I like this one. The one that you made I thought was really nice because I genuinely think of it. I'm trying to I'm trying to really think about these like scenarios under which you're gonna do that. So that's why I'm like Priya, like what would you serve this if you like really serve this at a party and you weren't trying to be like mm, yeah. jokey trashy, what would you call it? I think you can totally do what you'd served. I think if you were legitimately at home and you had friends over or something, you were like, Hey, do you guys want something sweet and I don't have any desserts? Like you could legitimately make that out of stuff you just happen to have. Like, especially like if I had pudding cups that my kids had and some cookies, everything else is, there's nothing crazy about Mm -hmm. the ingredients you had. You could really whip up a dessert in that way. Um, which is my, my favorite Great part pun. about it. You could, you could do it in – I think you have to do it in the little cup size portion. So cute. I don't think if you serve this in like, here's my bowl of crushed up cookies no, no, and no. stuff, it wouldn't look no. good. But the cup is is really nice. I think it was legitimately super delicious. Um, yours wasn't as boozy as mine. No. I think um, – I wonder if you had soaked – if you just like put some booze on those cookies at the bottom and sort of like gotten them like a little wet yeah. sandy might have like made it a little more boozy if you're like you're chasing that. But I thought for like a 20 minute Chinese like legitimate. I am a Chinese household and these are the ingredients we have in our house. <laughs> you, it was it was it was very, very good. So I think you both uh, you guys you, you, you crushed it. I'm just I'm just going to keep losing and losing and losing. Um Priya, got any comments about Rachel's Chinese under twenty minutes dessert? It sounds really good. How did the how did the red bean work out as like the wild card edition? It was just good. Yeah, I think it was like like it was like the paste, right? Yeah, it wasn't the whole beans. Well, no, it was. It, there were it was both paste and beans. Like okay. I think they didn't. It was a mix of textures. So weirdly, yeah, like all kind of worked together. The cookie crumbs were really nice. You know, just to have like that little dry, dry bottom, <laughs> dry bottom and top. I do have a problem with dry bottom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I learned a lot. Like I, I'm realizing how little I know about Chinese desserts um, mm-hmm. and hearing you talk about it. Uh, but this sounds absolutely delicious. I was like thinking about what I would have done. Or and, what, like, what would Dave have that- done? What do we think Dave would have done? For a Chinese dessert? I think there's a reason why he's not here today. It's because he wouldn't yeah. have done anything. <laughs> he just been like, I didn't want to do it. Sorry, Priya, what would you have done? Well, the first thing that came to my mind for whatever reason was like five spice powder and how like it can work in savory and sweet applications. So I was like, that was the only thing I had thought of. But I was like, this seems really hard. And I and I it, you nailed it. It seems sounds like. Yeah, the almondy flavor. It was. It tasted very Asian. It tasted like a. You wouldn't get this at like a Chinese restaurant that serves hot bean soup or fruit for dessert, but you get it like next a, generation. a cool new next yeah. gen yeah. Chinese restaurant. But this I think is, if people do make it at home, you should definitely infuse the tea for longer than I could infuse it. Yes, more Because wouldn't more that be nice? Minutes. Oolong? That oolong, sounds good. Oolong infused. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I love tea flavored desserts and that, yeah. that was really smart. I'm glad you went oolong. I think like jasmine would have been horrible. Oolong would have been nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I could see Danny Bowen serving this in 2014 <laughs> or something. Totally. So that's the three variations on Shell's coffee pudding shots. Um, 
like Priya said, this was a we all started this as anti flavored vodka people, mm. but it's turned out to be like a little bit of a magical surprise, which I'm I'm really happy that we all ended up with something that was pretty delicious in our minds. Uh, I'm gonna give the judges who today we've got. Corey, Victoria, and Gabby in the booth make their decision. I feel like it's going to come down to two. One one hard decision and one easy one. But uh, in the meantime, let me give you all, for those paying attention at home, an update on the season standings. In first place, we have John DeBerry with a score of 9.43. Priya, I think you called at the beginning of the season. This was JDB's year. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, And he just cannot lose, just can't lose. In second place, Priya, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there's been some reshuffling down below. You are now in sole possession of second place with a season average of 9.25. Uh, in third place, by the a razor-thin margin, Dave Chang with 9.06 wow. points. Tied for fourth, Brian and Rachel. Rachel, you have been climbing ever since an early... I'm not. I'm a loser. A little, the onion incident. An early... <laughs> An early stumble out of the blocks. Uh, and uh, well, that was before I knew you could just change your category. Well, you can't. Only I can. <laughs> and listen, I will be there will be a JK, JK. This, there's going to be some kind of goddamn conspiracy talk trying to kick me out of office every year on this show. Last year, it was Priya and I colluding, which we clearly aren't anymore. Clearly not friends anymore. And look at me just dwelling in the basement like a like some sort of horrible family secret that everybody's ashamed of. Um, He's Bruno. You're Bruno. I, I am Bruno just lurking in the walls uh, because nobody wanted to hear the truth. Oh. Uh, control controllers, <clears throat> comp controllers. What you got for me? All right. Um, great job, everyone. But for today's <laughs> episode, um, in third place, we have... Rachel, uh, you had a really tough task ahead of you. I thought you did a really good job, though. It's a Um, shock. In second place, we have Chris with his trifle. I'll take that trifle. And in first (laughs) place, we have Priya with her Lux. I Um, think interesting. I don't. I don't. I don't like to feed into the conspiracies. I don't like to add to the conspiracy discussion. But I will say, Gabby, who just announced the scores. Also ate all of that trifle I gave her on Friday. So I'm just saying, generally speaking, you don't you don't get to feed the the judges. <laughs> but listen, I'll take my second place, even though I think I'm undeserving. I think Rachel's was pretty delicious. But uh that changes things in the standings a little bit here. Priya, you are now only 0.03 points from taking the lead from John DeBerry. So you have a tough decision to make. Do you want your preseason prediction to come true or do you want to win? And I think we all know you want to win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dave, Priya is still in second by, uh, like I said, 0.03. Dave is in third. Rachel, you've you've fallen out of your tie with Brian. Now you are. But listen, listen, this is going to be good news Why did I say yes to doing this? Listen, this is going to be really. Honestly. this is going to be really good. Listen. I feel like really... when I replace Dave on a show, my points should go to him. <laughs> I guess that's that's for that's for that's later. That's a really debate. good point. But listen. <laughs> in a fitting turn of events here. Yes. In your 20 minutes Chinese pudding week. Yeah. 
your season average mm-hmm. has now lowered to the very fortuitous number of no. 8.88. <laughs> you oh are, my God. You are an incredibly lucky Chinese person right now. <laughs> Um, and I am still in the basement at 8.76, but nobody cares about me down here. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the, I feel like people are going to be very upset about these results. Um, Priya. I, for, for the record, Rachel, I think that you should have won. No, 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 I no, think Chris no. and I probably both would have voted for you if this was like a judge voted thing, right? Chris? <laughs> I now having now had the results in and comfortably enjoying my second place. I can say, yes, I absolutely would have. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's always an easy thing for you to say from the winner's box that you would have you would have given it to somebody else. This is the basis of every Oscar acceptance oh. speech. I, it was just I can't believe I'm up here. It was I'm going to change my Ube twenty minutes. Thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so speaking of which, Priya, we will have the 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 Okra Club back together for another episode here, oh, which yeah. is it was your Ube is your ingredient, yeah. right? So Priya will be playing the role of Dave. I want to hear your best Dave impression when we do that episode, Priya. Uh, oh my God. I do so many. I do a great Dave impression. Not only do I do a great Dave impression, but my entire friend group who like knows about me working with Dave, they do great Dave impressions. For, like, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to hear that. We'll save that. You will we'll save that for that episode. So it's like a Marvel movie, like Rachel and Priya will return mm. in the next Avengers for the Ube episode. If Rachel, if Rachel decides to come back, I know. Priya, I will. <laughs> Rachel's, Rachel, mad. Dave's uh, gonna have to replace me. <laughs> Priya, you still have an ingredient yet to be um, yeah. done this season. Your final ingredient, I think, of the season is maple syrup, uh, which I'm excited about. You've got a number of recipes to choose from here. You've got French boyfriend waffles from Natalie Baseman. The Maple Leaf from Sean McCann, Maple Cream Pie from Michelle Steele, Maple Miso Butter Chicken from William Orock, Sticky Maple and Bourbon Pork Ribs from Belkis Will, Vegetarian Maple Nuggies from Julia Lauer, and Maple Pudding Cake, a.k.a. Pudding Chaumel by Belkis Will. Hmm. There's two recipes from... Belkis wheel. Yeah, where where was that? I think I chose that one. The <laughs> you chosen maple pudding cake from Belkis wheel. Um, but, um, it's embedded in another doc. Can you remind me which doc it is embedded in? Is it the cream pie? Uh, this is adapted I from think- Epicurious. I grew up in Switzerland. My sister married a Canadian. Something about Yemen and Libya, Myanmar and Iraq, Ukraine. Um, Gabby, was this the recipe that you had to reach out to get because they forgot to attach it? Yes, this is the one. I resent it to you okay. over text. Yes, then this, I think this is the one that I would like to do. Putting okay. a chômeur. <laughs> All right, you're, you're sure about putting chômeur? More pudding. <laughs> It's Rachel not technically. It's like it's like a it's like a pudding f- by British. So it's like it's a cake. Oh, really, mm-hmm. it's just like individual cakes. Oh, mm-hmm. it's pudding in the British sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's spin the wheel to find out what restrictions we'll each be receiving. Rachel, since you're um, I'm Dave. Dave today, why don't you do the? Sp- oh my god! You want to spin for Dave? 
Okay. <laughs> Double taxation for Dave, which means Priya episode winner here. You are going to be uh-huh. picking picking two restrictions for Dave uh, to saddle him with for the pudding shilmu. If he even shows up. <laughs> and I think you should do 20 minutes Chinese. R- R- Rachel. I, you know what? I, I think that's a great idea, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel is as bitter as an oversteeped oolong cream right now. Uh, even me, get the minutes to be oversteeped. Do, do, you want to, do you want to spin for Priya as well? Why don't you spin for Priya as well, uh, Rachel? Okay. Lux. Round and round we go. Lux. This might be the last wheel spin of the season. Ooh. Oh God. Yes. You gave what her God. You had God, God mode. mode again. I got God mode again. Okay. So think about what you want Dave to have. Think about what you want to have. And I guess it doesn't, unless I land on God mode, it doesn't matter what I land on. Cause you can just pick it. So that's, this is bad news. Oh my God. Well, it's slow cooker again, which I, this is like the 12th time. <laughs> So, so don't, let me just, I, let me only request, I just, I've had slow cooker too many times. Give me whatever. (laughs) I'll do whatever, but I don't want to do slow cooker. Just spin it again. You can't just change it. She decides. She's God mode. Okay. All right. So Priya, question Um, one, what do you want to give Dave? I think we need to give Dave under 20 minutes and and fusion again, because he needs to, he needs to do this. Like he can't, he can't escape his assignment. And so what fusion should we give him? For this, I think Rachel, I think, thoughts. I think Chinese, Chinese is the way to go. Just run it back. I mean, okay, love, love a Chinese and he, and he pudding. Can't, he can't do any of the stuff that Rachel did because Rachel oh. did like she, but he can't do any of that. Well, is Chinese too? I mean, he's just gonna like do the five spice thing. What is? Is there something more difficult here? Well, he could do it, and um, you can see if it tastes good. <laughs> how about what about under twenty minutes in Indian? Fine, great, mm-hmm. I love it. Under twenty minutes in Indian. Pudding chômeur. <laughs> uh, what do you want to give to me? What's interesting on here? Uh, okay, let's see. I was thinking like budget or doomsday, um, or microwave only. Ooh, let me do microwave. Give me a microwave. Okay, microwave only. Great. And then, what do you want for your restriction? Let me guess. Let me take one oh, wait, guess. Wait, here. wait, wait. Gabby, Gabby just texted me and said, handmade and making him make his own maple syrup is maybe an option. You can't actually I do, can't that, do that, though. I don't, there's no maple trees here. You got to tap a maple Gabby doesn't know how maple Gabby. syrup is. <laughs> also, stop doing that. <laughs> on the side. Give her handmade maple syrup. Get out of here. I, c- um, I mean, when is maple? No, you have to you have to harvest those in the spring. I think. Yeah, I don't think you can do that right now. Actually, right now. um, what do you just I do want? Lux again? I g- I guess I could do vegan, but I feel like that's a little annoying. You could do um, Indian for fusion and just make it better than Dave's. Well, I love that idea. I love that idea too. I love that idea. Let's do that. <laughs> Rachel, you're a genius. Oh man, Rachel Rachel's uh revenge mind is the is the greatest mind. Um Yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay. So well the next time we have uh Rachel and Priya on, it's gonna be for this Ube episode, I believe. Um, but we're gonna have Priya with the maple syrup episode in which we are gonna see Dave do an under twenty minutes Indian version of the pudding pudding cake um priya is going to do a competing indian fusion maple pudding cake which god 
damn do but I love that. But not under 20 minutes. Not under 20 minutes. Yeah. All the time she needs yeah. to defeat uh, Dave. And I will be making a microwave-only version of the <laughs> the the maple pudding cake. Um, and I will stick to my restriction, guys. Yeah. We are starting to put videos of the cooking from this season up on our YouTube channel, which you should all check out, Major Domo Media's YouTube channel, to see all of these lovely faces there. Team Okra is all up on there. Um, Okra recipe, Pod. Okra Pod, the Okra Pod. Uh, if you get on the Major Domo Media Discord, you can participate, cook along, spin the wheel, and now you know that one of the season prizes is going to be a <laughs> oh, <laughs> Chris, Chris infused, Rachel decorated, uh, Seth and Priya distilled vodka uh, at the end of the season. So there's plenty of reason to get in there, participate, cook things, vote, and spin your own wheel of death. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Rachel for sitting in for Dave this week. Sorry to put you through all of this. <laughs> Thank you. This to, is what Dave would do. Just, <laughs> just, just. <laughs> That is a good Dave impression. And then also... Just look at his... <laughs> yup, yup, it would be... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Priya. Um, please give us five stars or, or whatever. Do something nice for us because we do so much <laughs> nice shit for you. Uh, we'll talk to you all very soon. Bye.